You're listening to the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, the show for men and women over 40 who want to thrive in midlife. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. I'm here to empower you to get the most out of the five pillars in midlife, health, fitness, career, relationships, and legacy. Subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get actionable tips to thrive across these five pillars. And now, prepare to be inspired, educated, challenged, or maybe all three on this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. Hello, my midlife friend. This is Bernie Borges, your host of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, and this is episode 159, a takeaway episode from episode 158, my conversation with Walter Paulson. You know the drill. On takeaway episodes, I summarize the key discussion points from the previous episode, and then I hone in on one key takeaway that I want to emphasize to you. And then I issue you a challenge to consider on this topic. But first, let me begin by reintroducing you to Walter Paulson from episode 158. Walter is a seasoned executive. He's got a passion for coaching and mentoring other CEOs and founders. Walter has a background in senior leadership roles. Now, he joined Vistage, which is the largest CEO coaching organization in the world, as a coach and as a facilitator. Walter helps CEOs support and learn from each other, which results in extraordinary success for everybody that's involved. He calls himself the ringmaster of a CEO group, and he is dedicated to helping these CEOs thrive in their roles and achieve their business goals. Now, in episode 158, Walter shed light on the power of peer-level advisory groups and the transformational journey of CEOs who are navigating the high-pressure environment in Silicon Valley, where he's located. Additionally, Walter also discussed his upcoming book, which is focused on achieving balance as a technology CEO. So let me summarize the three key discussion points from my conversation with Walter. Number one, the power of peer-level CEO coaching. As I just mentioned, Walter shed light on the incredible results that happen when CEOs come together and they allow themselves to be vulnerable with each other, share their hardest issues and lessons learned in a confidential setting, and again, just help each other succeed. Number two, the CEO journey in Silicon Valley. Walter has a track record of success and failures across 10 startups. So he brings a unique perspective on the highs and the lows of the tech world, which are culminating now in his commitment to help other CEOs succeed. And number three, the quest for balance. In his upcoming book, Walter aims to guide CEOs in achieving sustainable success without sacrificing their health, relationships, and personal fulfillment. This is a message that Silicon Valley can benefit greatly from. Now, for my takeaway, I want to land on point number three, the quest for balance. In fact, this topic is a personal pet peeve of mine, so this episode might be a bit of a rant for me. So I want to begin by sharing a little bit about my personal story. I entered the workforce in 1980, and for as long as I can remember, success has been defined by money, title, power, and status. 
And unfortunately, this is as true today as it was in 1980. And I'm sure it was true long before I entered the workforce as well. Now, I grew up in New York City. My first job was with a technical training and consulting company that was located in Manhattan. I was in sales, and about two years into my tenure with the company, they opened up a sales office in San Francisco, and I raised my hand when they asked for volunteers to relocate to San Francisco to work in the new sales office out there. I was 24 years old, single, and carefree. So to me, it was a great opportunity to start a new chapter in my life. So the company bought my one-way ticket to San Francisco, and off I went for this new chapter in my life. Now, the office location was actually south of San Francisco in a town called San Bruno. This part of the San Francisco Bay Area is known as the Peninsula, and it's also become known as Silicon Valley. Now, let me give you some of the history of Silicon Valley. The name Silicon Valley originates from the silicon that's used in transistors and computer chips, which were pioneered in this part of California, south of San Francisco. Now, it's known as a valley because geographically, it's surrounded by a bay on the east side and the ocean on the west side, so it's a valley. This area in California became a hub for companies specializing in the production of silicon-based semiconductors and microprocessors. And this led to its association with really all high technology and innovation in that area. And over the years, companies like Facebook, Google, Yahoo, Apple, Hewlett-Packard, Sun Microsystems, Oracle, LinkedIn, I mean, I can keep going. Many other technology firms were founded in this area and have employed tens if not hundreds of thousands of people. Now, I ended up living and working in Silicon Valley for 10 years. The work culture in Silicon Valley was very intense. I've always said that it was even more intense than working in New York City, and that was pretty intense in New York. Now, you heard Walter on episode 158 explain it. He said sentiments like, I'll sleep when I'm dead, are common. And the expectation in Silicon Valley was that you work 24-7. And this was even before the modern digital age of the internet and mobile phones. Prior to the modern digital age, working meant you were physically at the office. So it was not uncommon for people to sleep under their desk at the office, especially especially when they were under a deadline of releasing a new version of a technology product. The pressure to release new versions of a product by a certain date was immense. I remember I used to wince at the vicious, never-ending cycle. You see, as soon as one product version was released, the next version was right behind it. There was no time to celebrate. It was just all about working to release the next version over and over again. So why would people work this hard? Why would people put themselves through this much intense pressure? Let me tell you about a tool that I can't live without because it's a huge time saver for me. Cast Magic is an AI powered tool that saves me hours every week. If you record Zoom calls or training sessions or customer service calls, or if you're a podcaster like me, 
Let me tell you how you can save a ton of time like I am. At CastMagic, you simply upload audio files or YouTube links, video files, even Instagram reels, basically any type of recording. Then CastMagic goes to work generating a transcript, show notes, a blog post, a newsletter, and even an Instagram reel summary, as well as social media posts. Imagine uploading audio or video of coaching sessions, sales calls, customer service calls, staff meetings, recorded webinars, YouTube videos, and as I mentioned, podcast recordings. You know, prior to using CastMagic, I was spending more hours producing each podcast episode than I want to admit. Now, I'm spending less than half the amount of time that I used to spend writing show notes, creating episode titles, writing social media posts, etc. CastMagic is very accurate too. I usually edit the content a little bit to give it my style, but even with the edits, the time savings is still very significant. In case you're wondering, this is not a paid advertisement. I'm an affiliate. That means that if you use my affiliate link in the show notes, I'll earn a commission. But don't worry, the price that you pay through my affiliate link is not one penny higher when you use my affiliate link. And please know that I would not promote this product or any product for that matter as an affiliate without being a user and an avid fan of the product. I invite you to check out Cast Magic and start saving time with it today. My affiliate link is in the show notes for this episode. Well, the prize was twofold. The tangible prize was money. I mean... It's just that simple. Most employees at Silicon Valley high-tech firms were granted stock options as part of their compensation. And thousands upon thousands upon thousands of employees became millionaires when their stock vested at companies whose values skyrocketed, like the ones that I just mentioned a moment ago, as well as many other tech companies whose names you probably wouldn't even recognize because they're not household names. But nonetheless, they're technology companies whose valuation skyrocketed. And these 24 by 7 workers made a bunch of money. Now, the other prize is less tangible. There was a badge of honor for those who persevered through that 24-7 work culture. But let's face it, the badge of honor was closely correlated to the financial prize. After all... There's not much of a badge of honor for working 24-7 without the financial prize to show for it. And for many people, their external badge of honor was their shiny new BMW in the parking lot. You know, that saddens me, but it's true. Now, Walter is openly advocating for more balance in the CEO's role, not just for the CEO, I mean, yes, for the CEO, but importantly, for all the people that report up to the CEO. Think about it. If the CEO demands 24-7 from his or her direct reports, they're going to demand it from their direct reports. And this creates not one unhealthy life, but many unhealthy lives. So Walter is advocating for balance for CEOs so that they can build a sustainable work culture that supports a healthy work culture where people aren't expected to respond to email at 11 o'clock at night, where people can enjoy healthy relationships with their loved ones, make time for exercise, take vacations, and just maintain a healthy blood pressure. 
These healthy habits enable people to do good work that's fulfilling and also rewarding because they can ship new versions without having to work 24-7. This healthy balance is needed in all industries. You know, the 24-7 work culture is not limited to Silicon Valley. It's prevalent in the financial industry too. And while it may not be as common in smaller businesses, it does exist there as well. I really admire Walter's mission. The book that he's writing has the potential to impact CEOs and their staffs across many industries. And the way I look at it, some relationships may survive because of the impact of Walter's forthcoming book on balance in the C-suite. So, my challenge to you is this. Who do you know that struggles with an imbalance in their work culture, even if it's not a 24-7 culture? Do you know someone who would be well-served to find more balance in their life? If you do, please share this episode with them or the previous episode with Walter Paulson. My hope is that your friend will be inspired to find the balance that they need, resulting in a healthier life for them and for their family. Shifting gears again, I'm still asking for your vote. Well, it's not really a vote, but I do want to know if you would join a free group of like-minded midlife folks to meet online and share stories and insights across the five pillars of midlife. I want to know which online group platform you would prefer. Now, in the show notes to this episode, there is a two-question survey linked up that I want you to take to help me decide where to launch this free online community. I've heard from some of you, but I know some of you have not yet chimed in. Now, look, I want to know your preferences, and this survey is going to take you about six seconds. So please, go to the show notes, click on the survey, and tell me what your preference is. Hey, I hope to see you inside the group. I want to thank Walter Paulson for joining me on episode 158 and sharing his journey to becoming a CEO coach with Vistage and his passion for helping CEOs find balance. His book is going to save relationships. I can't wait till it comes out. Hey, I want to remind you that you can watch my video recording with Walter Paulson on episode 158 on my YouTube channel, and that is linked up in the show notes page as well. Hey, my next guest episode features James Early. James shares his BF to AF story, which entails him being a stay-at-home dad when his kids were younger and he was supporting his wife who was pursuing her career, and now his kids are adults and James is pursuing his own thing around his passion as a podcaster. Imagine that. So on episode 60, we're going to unpack that. Don't miss this episode. Hey, if you're a new listener, first of all, welcome, and I invite you to hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so that you don't miss this episode as well as future episodes. You know what time it is, my midlife friend. It's that time when I remind you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. And if you want to know how I know that, just listen to episode 100 where I explain. I'll see you in episode 160. I'll see you then. Don't touch that dial. Before you move on with your day, now would be a good time to check out Cast Magic. If you record meetings, webinars, sales calls, customer service calls, YouTube videos, 
or a podcast like I do, Cast Magic can save you a ton of time with transcriptions, blog posts, newsletters, and more. Just scroll over to the show notes page and tap or click my affiliate link to learn more. You owe it to yourself to at least check it out. I think you'll be glad you did. I sure am. Remember, friend, if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. If you want me to prove this to you, listen to episode 100. I'm your host, Bernie Borges, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast.